Hey, what's going on, Clipper people? It is me, William the Opinion Updike. And I am Positive Chuck Mockler. And we're your friendly neighborhood Clippers podcast. Yes. Just a couple of best friends and Clipper credentialed media folks. Bring you locked on Clippers five days a week. 7 a.m. What more could you ask for? It's a, it's a, I think it's an okay way to start the morning. <laughs> I think it's pretty good. It's a good <laughs> hang. Uh, and commencing today's hang, we're going to talk about the Clippers taking on the Raptors. What? I mean, some of the Raptors. Very interesting preview <laughs> to take a look at. There, uh, I mean, the, the list of outs for the Raptors is, is very long. They have a Clippers-esque <clears throat> injury report. Could be a trap game. Dude, we're going to get into what we need to do well to win that one as well as what could go wrong. Give you a couple of key matchups to take a look at. And then it's my favorite day of the week. It's Twitter Tuesday. Oh, yeah. And today we got a double dose of Twitter Tuesday for you. It's carrying over in two segments. The Mm -hmm. questions were too good. Some good stuff. Had to answer as many as we could. Once again, if you would like a chance to get your question featured on this show, go ahead and shoot that over to at Locked on Clips. And just for everybody who sent those questions in ahead of time. Hey, thanks. Yeah, really good time. Set it to chop it up. So all that and more coming up right about now, but first, got to let you know, this episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS app store and find one of our locked on rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. You are locked on Clippers, your daily Los Angeles Clippers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, welcome to Clippers vs. Raptors. Final four-game stretch for the Clippers. The road trip begins now. Injury report-wise for the Clippers, pretty chill. Just Serge and Amir Coffey, who still sending good vibes to Amir Coffey. Yeah. Hope no real clarity on that. Hope everything's okay. Listed as out for the Raptors uh, on May 10. Kyle Lowry, Fred Van Vliet, Pascal Siakam, OG Ananobi, and of course, Paul Watson. So we're going to get right into what we need to do well. And this is for lack of a better term. I could not think of a better term than this one I'm about to say. Not colossally fuck up. Yeah, yeah. That, that'd be a good way to... That's the only way I can... Right? Like, this, three of their four top points per game guys are out. Two of their five top rebounders are out. Their top three guys in assists per game are out. And three of their top five in just field goal attempts per game are out. So, like, the Clippers cannot lose this game. You think the Clippers sit some guys? No. I think if we were been healthy for most of the year yeah. and there was, like, some clarity on lineups and stuff. Totally. Sure. But I don't want to see that. I, I agree. I, I don't think we can afford to waste the opportunity. No. So I, I think that that is um, that's something that we'll get into more later. But I, I think another strong showing of paint defense would be great against this team. Yes. A little bit easier, you know. Uh, For sure. Theoretically. Yeah, given some missing scores. Uh, look, it, we've looked pretty solid lately in this regard. Uh, I know it was a little tough taking that loss at home. Derrick right. Rose absolutely went off. Mm-hmm. But last game, the Raptors outscored us in the paint 52-40. to 40. And it's not so much like the differential that I'm worried about. You know, like the 12 point differential there is not a big deal. We, you know, we were shooting lights out from three. We just continued to go that way. You're yeah. going to score less points in the paint. It's <laughs> yeah. not that big of a deal. <laughs> but it would be great to hold this Raptors team to 40 points in the paint or at least sub 45. Yes. I'd like to hold them to 40 points at half. <laughs> I think that's possible. This is a game to get some good habits in. Absolutely. Like the process has looked a little iffy in some areas lately, especially turnovers. It's been kind of an issue. Um, we'll talk about that more in Twitter Tuesday because there were some questions about it. Definitely. Very good questions about it. It'll be nice to see Tyloo tinkering against a team 
where we can get good habits in, like not tinkering against the Knicks defense, which is very good this season. So yeah. here, Ty can see what works with some certain playoff-esque lineups and what it look like when it's working well, albeit maybe not against playoff level competition. Absolutely. I'm not trying to be a dick about the Raptors. They just have no, a lot totally. of people well, out. I genuinely mean that. Like, <laughs> and, and this is kind of what we've been talking about insofar as that even in some of these sort of quote unquote easier games, I don't want to say Which that. Which our rosters, the, or not the roster, excuse me, the end <clears throat> of the season, it's like, yeah, it's yeah, this yeah. team, the Raptors, the Hornets, the Thunder. But we're kind of in a position where regardless of what you think about seeding, we can't really afford to rest guys just Mm-mm. because the on-court continuity, <laughs> I mean, we're... You know, we're not in the same point that we were last year, mainly because I think the morale is so much better. <laughs> yes. But like in terms yeah. of like, you know, lineups pl- playing significant time and their amount of time together, we're, we're, you know, in a pretty similar boat. Yeah, that's a good know? call. What could go wrong on this one? We get torched from beyond the arc from a random Raptors player. That's <laughs> that's what goes wrong in this game. Gary yeah. Trent Jr. Not, he's not random. A Dude, <laughs> we know that. <laughs> Maybe Aaron Baines plays and kills us. Could be. We yeah. don't know if he's going to play. He didn't play in the last game. He wasn't hurt. He just hasn't been good at all for them. We talked about it earlier too, but like just the turnovers, we cannot be sloppy with the ball on this one. Raptors, number one in opponent turnover percentage. Yes. Ugh, that's a little rough. I know. Uh, last time we played, we had 18 turnovers, which it, I think is un- inexcusable. It's infuriating. Uh, so yeah, let's let's just... Let's just come ready to play. Yeah, I have a note in here that I don't want to have to use the phrase tighten any screws. Yeah. For at any point yes. when I'm tweeting this game. Another thing that could go wrong, Nick Nurse is not a coach to be taken lightly in quote unquote weird situations. He's just out there jamming on a guitar. Dude, the team, yeah. The, the Raptors put up like he's 120. Barefoot. <laughs> yeah, he's barefoot just rocking out. We have no idea what this Raptors team is going to look like, much like when we played them the last time. Yeah. You taught, you've shared that same sentiment. On either side of the floor, like we did, like I don't know if they're going to play their usual system considering everyone's out. Nurse is a tinkerer and a good enough coach that if there's something to exploit it, he's just going to spam it over and over and over. And we either got to cut that off or just not even be in a position to let them find any weaknesses in the defense. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what are we looking for here in key matchups? Because I, I think we've kind of nailed it. Like basically from what we've said through this whole thing is it, it's sort of this team versus itself, right? Like yes. we, we have to be building these habits um, to, to make this a, a deep playoff team. And, you know, it's also this team versus itself in that, you know, it would be nice to get some good showings of sort of what pieces are working together. Yeah, we've uh, seen so many weird playoff lineups even just in that last Knicks game. Yeah. It was like we saw things where it's like, oh, okay, and I, great. Like, so this is the game to me that you play the fourth quarter lineup that we played in, in that Knicks <laughs> game. LGBT like, baller <laughs> question on Twitter. They're like, what the hell was that fourth quarter lineup? Y- this yeah. is a, Yeah, you're right. This is a game where you play that lineup. Yeah. Maybe you, maybe you should have waited and held it off. <laughs> okay. Um... At least it wasn't a Western Conference opponent. Um, Kawhi well, versus an L, is an L where I'm from. <laughs> Kawhi versus Nick Nurse's game plan. Last time out, Kawhi took what nine field goal attempts. Mm-hmm. Part of that was due to the game plan. They did have a very different team. Uh, yeah. in that scenario, it's just going to be Baines on Kawhi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ninety-four <laughs> feet, dude. We saw the attempts get ramped up versus the Knicks, but the efficiency wasn't really there. So I'm hoping he can get to his spots easy. Yeah. That starts with ball movement. You know, I want to see paint touches. Zoo should have 
Zoo should be getting heavily involved in this game when he's on the court in terms of touching the ball. Good things happen when Zoo touches the ball usually. Um, what's your prediction for this game? Uh, I think we put this one away by a wider margin of victory than the last time we beat the Lake, but last time we beat the Raptors, rather. Sorry. What was that by five? Yeah. Yes, I think we might win by more than five two. <laughs> if you can somehow find somewhere where the spread is only five, I would take it. Uh, but you probably won't win very much money. Um, yeah, let's. If you're listening to this early in the morning, let's hope the Clippers. Let's hope they they lock this one up. Yes, um, definitely. We'll have a recap for you on the next episode as well, of course. Coming up, we're going to be answering a whole mess of fantastic Clippers fan questions. But first, we talked about it up top. We did. But we got to give a shout out to Locker Room yet again. It is the only live audio-only sports talk platform that is free to download and use. Talk to some locked-on NBA fans and hosts, which is a great time. Other uh, fans of different podcasts, sometimes things get a little heated, but it's a good time. Athletes and insiders all in real time. Locker Room is perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Again, it is a free audio-only social media platform for sports fans. You can join or start ongoing conversations. You want to start your own room, go for it. Uh, you can join in conversations with the whole Lockdown Network and have a chance to be featured on some shows. That's a good time. All you need to do is download the Locker Room app free in the iOS app store, create a profile, link your Twitter account. So you have to have a functioning Twitter, which is something I like about this app. Follow at Lockdown NBA to be notified when the room goes live. Follow your favorite teams and make sure you come with your spiciest takes. All right. So we're back with Twitter Tuesday. Yes. And this one was a monster. We had to turn it into two segments. I love it. Yes. Thank you, everyone, for your questions. <laughs> Kicking things off, uh, multi-question asker, weekly. Oh, yeah. Rudy's we, been with us since the beginning, since we started hosting this podcast. We'd love to hear from you, Rudy. But uh, Rudy Zavella wants to know, we've seen a few games where Zoo doesn't get minutes in the fourth. Is it Ty tinkering with closing lineups, or is he limiting Zoo's minutes since he doesn't want to rest and give him a bigger role in the playoffs. This is just some big brain thinking right there. Some good, I think it's the last thing. I think Zoo refuses to rest. Somehow, when Kawhi is like, I wanna play, the Clippers can be like, no, we're sitting you. But when Zoo is like, I wanna play. He's too big, who's stopping like, him? Well, okay. Who's, who's stopping him? <laughs> okay, Zoo. Um, I think part <laughs> of it is out there holding, trying to hold Zoo back. <laughs> yeah. I think part of it is, you know, we're probably gonna go small sometimes. Yeah. And you just need to get the run in. I think it's a little above. Um, it's and a I little, think you kind of have to force Zoo to rest. I think that this is a very valid question, especially just given that Knicks game, because we didn't go with what I would consider to be like a playoff small ball lineup. Um, but so that's the weird thing. Is kind of any weird lineup we see now possibly a playoff lineup? I'm not saying that it's not a playoff lineup. I'm yeah. just saying it's not like what I would consider to be our best small ball closing <laughs> right. lineup. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Agreed with that. Um, so, yeah, I, I do think that this is, you bring up an interesting point, Rudy, and, and that rest has to be a factor in it. Um, it's also just, we know, you know, the, the coaching staff has said that it is a priority to kind of figure out the combinations that are going to work um, with Rondo and Cousins. Yes. And, um you know, with the <clears throat> with the competition being a little bit lighter for some of these last few games, I think that we can continue to see more of that. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, in the environment that you should be testing these things in. Yes, that seems to be your, your <laughs> thesis throughout this, yes. this episode. Uh, Danny H. asks, why are the Clippers the only contender that seems like every game or series is a 50-50 toss-up? No other top team makes me worry as much about getting upset by a lesser opponent. 
Is it Clippers PTSD on my part, or is it a concerning trade of the team? Uh, this is like six and one, half dozen of the other. I think if you're a fan of this team, you tend to skew a little bit more towards Bad the worry Bad things have side. happened to this team. Yeah, I mean, it's. I'm not saying that it's not justified. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but it's also, I mean, I think it's like a whole thing because I, I think that that's been the whole narrative surrounding the Clippers this series, this season is For like, sure. oh, can they do it in the playoffs? Oh, I mean, who knows? Uh, you know, you know who doesn't do it in the playoffs? 28 other teams that don't make the finals. <laughs> Carl Tart has that thing too, though, where he's like, we never blow out bad teams. Which I, so <laughs> one of the things that gets me with the Clippers is there is, there tends to be this kind of like, not play down to your opponent sounds disrespectful to the level of play in the NBA. What, we, what do you mean? Do we have a great net rating in point differential? I know that, but I test wise, sometimes we beat the Raptors by what, five last time? Like there's these things like this. We like lost the boards to one of the worst rebounding teams in the league. There's stuff like that where you're kind of like, it's annoying, but it's exacerbated by the past. Yeah. Every I mean, team goes through the stuff. <clears throat> the Suns just lost to the Lakers. They're in the play-in game. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I think in another thing, too, that we we don't take in stride well enough is that I do think that we take for granted, like, if this team ends up in a third seed, get like, given everything that's happened this year, I mean, that's a way huger a, accomplishment to me than, like, blowing out a couple of teams by Yeah, because we're still, right? Like, the top two like, seeds are so good. <clears throat> yeah. That's a really good point. Um, so, I, I mean... You know, it's it's tough to say. I like I I I've said it on this podcast multiple times. I love that first round matchup against the Blazers. I think all we, day, every single. I've talked to some fans when I was at uh, Clippers Lakers. Every single person said they wanted the Blazers. Yeah, the first I mean, I think we take care of business in that in four games, maybe five. Hundred uh, percent. And then you know, like the second round, man. Look, when you're the third seed, you have to play the second best team, most likely, unless they somehow get upset in the yeah, first round. For sure. So. Uh, you know, th then yes, it becomes more of a toss up, but it's also a toss up for the other team. You know, like I, th Ooh, there's Sun's no clips is going to be a good time. Well, that's what I'm saying though. But like, I, I think that that one's a 50 50, but like it goes both ways. You know what no, I mean? It's absolutely. not like the Suns would be like heavily favored for to sure. win that matchup because they're a slightly higher seed. Yeah. Especially not given how the season went. Um, at the MIG zone asks, how worried should we be about how inconsistent we are coming into the playoffs? This one, if everyone was healthy, I'd be a lot more worried. Yes. I'm worried for a different reason. Yeah. The inconsistency does not have me as worried. Yeah, I, I think Maybe it just- Maybe I'm a fool about that. But. I think it just depends on which parts of the game you're talking about being inconsistent. Because we'll talk about the turnovers a little bit later. Like That's one of those things that I think is going to be a little bit harder to tighten up given how short the runway is. But like, right. if you're talking about like some of the defensive effort and some of the things that we've seen, I think that we can be confident in a more consistent uh, effort on that side of the ball because from what we've seen, like when it has been ramped up, it looks really, really good. Yeah. And I, you know, like I have no reason to believe that they would not be able to hold that up for a seven game series. For sure. Um, as far as like, the, you know, like, and then the shooting is like another thing that like, yeah, you're going to have some ups and downs. I think it's going to continue to trend you know, uh, in an above average Very range, much above average. Uh, especially if, you know, we're able to continue good habits offensively in insofar as moving the ball. Um, getting the open looks and, is key. Yeah, it's just like, it's just getting, getting good looks. And, you know, the other thing for me is that like, sure, there's been some inconsistencies due to availability, but like you look at this talent on the roster mm -hmm. and like one hell, when healthy, top to bottom, 
For I sure. just feel like Defensively, you have a lot of guys who you can trust for 15 minutes. And then there's some other guys who like you're not worried about in spot up minutes. A hundred percent. I'm also I would be more worried about the other side of the ball. The defense is what people should be watching for these last four games. We know what Definitely. the offense can do, right? Like yeah. we know what that looks like when it's good. Defense, still a few question marks, purely because of availability. Yeah. And things like that. Yeah, um, we're kinda in we hop in and out of sort of the top ten in terms yeah. of defense. And, and sometimes stuff. you watch the defense and you're like, holy shit, who these guys are covering everybody. Yeah. And then sometimes you're like, oh, we're getting beat back. I know, like early over in that and late, over and over. Early in that <laughs> Lakers game. Like, I mean, yes. you know, if you put together four games of that, you're winning a series. 100%. Period. At Davey Neubauer asks, what is the one thing the Clippers need to clean up to make you confident coming into the playoffs? Number one, consistent effort on defense. Number two, our stars hitting shots. Number three, crunch time offense. Okay, so- I'm gonna go ahead and throw out number three. Well, I wanna talk about number three because <laughs> I I don't think that the offense has been the problem to my eyes in, in the crunch time. And I've talked about this a little bit on this podcast before. I think the issue is late game rebounding and getting stops. Um, yeah. we're, we're just not, you know, we. We need Zoo to close. I think that we need Zoo to close. <laughs> yeah. uh, and like it worked, it, it worked against the Jazz to not have Zoo close. But other than that, I think in the, these close game situations, I don't have the numbers right in front of me where Zoo's been in the closing lineup versus not in clutch time games. I would guess that the record is better with Zoo in that closing lineup. I couldn't agree uh, more. But yeah, our stars hitting shots. One like once again, you can't control that. Yeah, I put that firmly. These are kind of honestly in order. Yeah. Right? It's number one for me is consistent effort on defense. Absolutely. Two is our stars hitting shots because I don't want anyone else other than our stars hitting the shots. So I'm happy if they're taking, you know what I mean? Like you live and die by, we're going as far as Kawhi and Paul George take us. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, I'm concerned. I want them to make hit shots, but we know we they can hit shots. Yeah. We wasted some fantastic playoff games from Paul George and Kawhi last season. We just didn't have the offensive variety. You know, we didn't yeah. have like they or had the to defensive do... fucking personnel. Yeah, <laughs> oh, absolutely. Well, absolutely. we did. They just weren't used. So um, yeah, I, I, I'm with you there. I, I think the I, I think that's the the consistent effort on defense is the number one thing that needs to be cleaned up. Um, but uh, you know. I have confidence that it, yeah. it will happen. You know, we've seen it in spurts and fits, and I think that, uh, yeah. Bubblings. <laughs> uh, Ricky Chu asks, how do we fix this turnover problem that we have? I got one word, and I think it's just reps. So, yeah, I mean, like, it's it, this is why I don't think the turnover issue will be completely solved, because the thing that we need to fix it is, like, on-court reps, yeah. chemistry, People guys in the lineup. When Serge and, comes back, it might be a nightmare. And we just don't have enough time at this point to really yeah. fix that out. And then there's some other problems with the turnovers. Like, look, man, Paul George is always going to be a relatively high turnover player. Right. Like his, he just like, the way he dribbles the ball, like the way <laughs> he moves, he's sometimes too smooth for himself. You know, <laughs> what are you going to do? Right, sure, sure, uh, sure, sure. <laughs> so, I, I, you know, like some things like that are a little bit inherent. I think that your, I think that your turnovers can be a little bit high when only you, one guy can have butterfingers in a game. Is how I kind of want to look at it. Like only one guy can have more than four. And then if we're because we've seen some games where a couple guys have four, and you're just like, what what is happening right now? Yeah. Like, no, agreed. But I I think so. Kawhi and Paul George 
for the huge leaps that they've made as playmakers, this is still a relatively new role for them. Yeah, There's so absolutely. much playmaking to go through them. And, you know, we have made some adjustments uh, in terms of the guard rotation and in terms of acquisitions of talent mm -hmm. to sort of mitigate some of that. So, so hopefully, you know, we can see that get a little bit better. But, yeah, I mean, like you're saying, like the biggest thing is just reps and continuity and look man that's just gonna kind of be you know it's like an it is how it, it, is. it is what it is situation yeah. which um, is rough a couple more questions before going to the break here got a bunch of questions about the rotation we only picked a couple of them uh ricky chu part two here what do we do about minutes and rotations once surge comes back for the guards how do we find playing time for luke and man with pat reggie and rondo taking up those minutes i couldn't tell you you if don't. I'm being honest, like Honestly, I think like, they're on the they're on the outs. Yeah, they, it, <laughs> they, yeah, they're on the outside looking into the playoff rotations. And the thing is, is like, look, I love both of these players. Like, I love Luke. I love Terrence Mann. Uh, you know, Pat's still not a, at 100 percent health. But like, whose minutes is it really worth taking away from? You, you know, like, is there a, a big enough quantifiable on court plus? to taking away minutes from either of the other two. The the Luke Kennard hive on Twitter was tweeting, tweeting at us about how the Clippers are like 20 and six in games where Luke Kennard plays a certain amount of minutes and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, which, sure, but... How much is the team ahead when Luke Kennard is playing? <laughs> but I also think, right, and I also think when you have guys who've been playing well, like Pat, Reggie, and Rondo in front of them in terms of what this team needs, it's just hard to get minutes. Oh, 100%. Um, these, all, these guys also stay ready, though. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, like, this is not to say that they won't be effective. Yeah. Um, and then about the the surge minutes, we kind of talked about this on the last episode, but what does this look like? Because I think, I mean, okay, surge has th three games to come back before the playoffs, which probably isn't going to happen. Yeah. Um, I truly, and I, I don't think I've ever been grasping for straws at a question more than this, because I don't know what it looks like to ramp your starting center up mid playoffs i think you got to have him come off the bench i think you gotta i think do you this. do too i think you got to do the same thing that they were willing to do with pat and now sir or uh zoo rather has a little bit shorter of a leash you know for than, sure then reggie Boogie has a longer one yeah. uh but yeah I, I think that it's like the only way and maybe we do see surge back in the starting lineup in a later round if that's sure. like the matchup that seems yeah that that like seems effective but like, yeah like but from where we're sitting right now i mean like I think he's got to come off the bench. Yeah, and Mark Sedano asks, how many games do you think it'll take for Ibaka to get adjusted to the teams who's missing so much time? I don't know, and I don't mean this in a rude way. I don't care. I just hope it happens quickly. I know it's going to take some time. Five playoff games. Damn, so a series. Yeah. I mean, I can't argue with that. That seems right. Like to, for him to be like back into like the like it looking the good, rhythm, yeah. I, that's what I think. But who the defensive side of the ball? Oof. Um, all right, last one before the break. Ben Hot takes says I love brunch games because as a European fan, I get to watch the clips without messing up my sleep schedule. I low key think the European market is a bigger reason for the brunch games and Staples tendency stuff. Am I wrong, Ben? I don't mean this in a rude way. Yes. Yeah, you I, are wrong. You're wrong, but like, but I love the thought. The, the train of thought is not wrong. I would love it. I would love if this this was like if a, this was the reason the Clippers it, had. Yeah, if yeah. the Clippers were like, we want to, you know, we kind of. This is get too our, smart. Is the thing? Yeah, ben, you're smarter than what you. The Clippers should be doing this. We want to get our eye on the European market more. Like, get you know more global fans able yeah, to watch. Shout the out game. Clippers France too. Also, I I would love if that was the reason, but 
Uh, Purely, it's because we're the last because, on the list. Yeah, we're the last. <laughs> we're the last priority in scheduling, which sucks. Um, coming up, we got a whole Thanks, mess of Don. questions. But first, Will, talk to me about auto parts. All right, look, I love auto parts. You love auto parts. The you thing always is. Have. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. So why endure the often pointless or seemingly intimidating line of questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? Hmm. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Rockauto.com is a family business. They've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. So go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tan lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or a daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Doesn't make any sense. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Now that my car's all fixed up, it's going pretty quick. Nice. Think I could bet on something like that? I think you could. And where you should is betonline.ag. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, NHL, and MLB are in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV with real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bet, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All you got to do is use promo code LOCKEDON, that's all capital letters, one word, for your 50% welcome bonus. Head over to betonline.ag, your online sports book experts. Okay, so we're back and we got some more Twitter Tuesday yeah. questions. Thank you to everybody who sent those in. All right, so Mar Season mm -hmm. uh, wants to know of all the vet minimum and expiring contract guys, who do you want the team to bring back and who do you think will come back? They listed Batum, Reggie, and Boogie. Oh, I just threw these out because these were the vet minimums. Oh, um, gotcha. Expiring? Well, I'll tell you what, it's not expiring, but I'd love for Kawhi Leonard to come back with the team. That'd be a good time. Um, well, I mean, he is expiring. I know. Um... I don't know if we can afford Batum next season, depending it, what happens. Is that crazy? If we if we don't make a very significant playoff run, like a Western Conference. Like why bird, would he come back? I, like, I, did he earn another weird big payday? I don't know if it's weird big, but I do think that it could be out of the realm of what the Clippers could play. That's okay. I think he could get nine a year pretty easily from somebody. <laughs> He'd be making 18 with the other nine a year that he's getting from Charlotte. I mean, but that's not a no, crazy awesome. number. No, for sure. I think he could get around the mid-level exemption for a year or two. Yeah. I think Reggie stays because he's friends with Paul George and Paul George is like I don't know that we can afford Reggie. But I think, so there's another thing, right? Like if we go on a long playoff run or something, I think maybe... He's fine with signing for a min. You think he's going to sign for a min again? Dude, I just I don't, don't think so. Yeah, he'll be 30. He'll he be was the majority too. starting point guard for yeah. the number three team no, in right. the West. <laughs> he ran one of the most efficient offenses in Would the NBA. Would you rather have him or Batum? 
Oh man. I, <laughs> look, assuming that we don't pick up any other guards in the off season. Ooh, yeah. Right. I don't think we can. <laughs> I think I got to go Reggie because I think that we have a starting guard problem and I don't think that I've Patrick Beverly yeah. is ever going to be the answer to that problem. And I love Patrick moving Beverly. forward. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Boogie Cousins, sure. He'll, he'll probably come back, right? Yeah, so he just hasn't put together a full season yet. Yeah, so unless he like ball. really balls out in the playoffs with if Serge is back, you know, I, I think his role is going to be diminished, obviously. So I, I think that we can get Boogie back. Again, Serge has that option, which he hasn't formally declined yet. Yeah. I don't think. Um, Patrick <clears throat> Patterson. On a vet minimum, I guess. I mean, like, we, I, want, I guess we needed him sometimes this year. For I, sure. I would hope to for just sure. not be in that position again. <laughs> yeah, like, he's good for the locker room. So that's the other thing, too, right? Like, he's good for the locker room. Reggie's good for the locker room. I think you maybe overpay for those. I don't know. But we're, we're so tight next year with the cap. Yeah. Like, we're up. A, aren't we just right underneath it if Kawhi resigns? Yeah, well, we can't we, we can't go above the hard cap because of surges at the mid-level exemption, so. Well, we could, but Bomber would just have to pay. Yeah, well, I don't know if you, I think you have to pay extra luxury on top of that. Cause like the hey, mid-level exemption, Steve. you're paying at a level that says that you will not exceed the cap. Right, okay, cool. Hmm, well, Bomber should just pay more money. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. <laughs> um, and then we got a bunch of seating talk to talk. Hunter Harrison, uh, asks, where do you guys want to see us land seating wise? I feel like we might be locked into three, barring anything crazy. More so intrigued with who will be playing first round. Yeah, I, I, I kind of think we're third, right? I want to see us three and I want the Blazers six. <clears throat> yeah, that's, that's all I want. Agreed. What's the, I'm going to check out this Nuggets remaining schedule real quick. Yeah, no problem. So I, I, I just think that this is the best lineup Ooh, and they got I, a pretty easy schedule. I, I don't think that we could really advance further than three. Like yeah, higher in the stands at this at this point. The Nuggets play the Hornets the day you're listening to this, then the Timberwolves, then the Pistons, then the Trailblazers. So, I mean, they're probably not dropping two of those games. Yeah. Um, which will be interesting. Unless they did, yeah, unless they decide to rest guys and they're like, we're right. good at we're good at four. Yeah, for sure. Um, Spilky Vision asked, would you rather play the Lakers on the first round or second? With an exclamation point that I think was supposed to be a question mark. So I think the, this idea of if the Lakers somehow were able to jump to six, which I, I don't know. I don't even know. know if that's possible. I don't know that that's going to be able to happen, but. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, they could. They're only a game back of six. Yeah. Um, yes. I, I think that, like, I kind of like a Lakers team that hasn't been able to put it to, like, put it all together necessarily yeah, on the court. Definitely. Like, they haven't had, had people back in the lineup and. There's been some stuff kind of coming out of that locker room that's, you know, pretty analogous to what the Clippers were going through last a year. A little bird told a little bird told a little bird told me. Yeah. So, I mean, it wouldn't be the end of the world. Um, I think if you have to play the Lakers in the first or second, I think first honestly might be better. Yeah, get it out of the way. They just haven't had the time to kind of oh. put it together. And, you know, we haven't had all the time to put it together. But, but more than a little that. bit more. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, and then Stu Quinn says back at the beginning of the season i took the over on clippers 47 wins thoughts on that bet now with one week to go it's going to be tight but i think i win or push is more likely than lose at this point regardless of pre-playoff rest cross fingers so hopefully Stu, you didn't put uh, a life endangering amount of money on this 
But if it's a push at 47, I think you're pretty safe. Yeah, Clippers are at 45. They have what's left of the Raptors the day you're listening to this. Yep. The Hornets, the Rockets, the Thunder. I mean, three out of four is not crazy. Stu might win a couple bucks. Yeah, I mean, the Hornets are firmly in the plan. They're uh, the hardest team that we're going to have to play in these last games. Yeah, they're firmly. Especially now with this Raptors injury report. They're firmly in the plan. They're four games out of a guaranteed playoff spot. So, I, you know, I think they might just... Be cool with the plan. Yeah. Rockets, probably good there, maybe. Should be. Thunder, let's hope so, because everyone, every single team is playing on the 16th. Yeah. Which is insane. We're going to definitely have that noon game. Um, I think Stu might win a couple bucks. Yeah. Hard to tell with a nooner, but yes. Yeah, good for you, Stu. I think we win two of these four games for sure. <laughs> let's hope so. But yeah, let, let's uh, let's get three out of four. Let's get Stu some money. Come on, Stu. You better let us know what happens. Um, if we don't hear from Stu and he loses, we'll know something pretty terrible happened. Uh, Wednesday's episode, recap of this just better be a win yeah. game against the Raptors. Yeah. I will, I will sound one alarm bell if the Clippers lose this game. What you say Wednesday poll, so look out for that at Lockdown Clips on Twitter. Then, of course, whatever else happens between now and then in Clipperland, Will, where do you tell people to listen to this podcast? I tell people to listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts cool. or the podcast app. I'm writing also, all this down because I don't know where our podcast good, is. Good, good, good. Yeah, it's also on Google Podcasts. It's on Spotify. It's on Stitcher. It's on Deezer. Okay. It's basically anywhere you can get a podcast. You can tell your smart speaker to play Locked on Clippers. It works flawlessly. Mm-hmm. It's great. As we mentioned up top, we come at you Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Pacific. We'd love to have you listen. We absolutely would. I have been Positive Chuck Mockler. And I am William the Opinion Updike. We appreciate you.